0: You know what song I really liked? And they're not playing it as much now and I guess that's what happens. Lizzo's, um, what song was, you know what
1: <laughs> Bab, tab, tab. Bab, t- t-
0: yeah. <laughs> in a minute, I'm going to need a sentimental <laughs> man or woman to pump me up. Ah, oh, so good, man. So
1: good. So good. Lizzo's a bit of a genius. Yeah. She's in Belfast in the summer, I think. Sing that, that song the a little please? bit
2: louder for me there, Rory, and I just have a look at the uh, waves bouncing out here.
0: <laughs> in a minute, I'm going to need a sentimental man or woman to pump me up. <laughs> yeah, it's working like, right. Is that a cultural appropriation if you do an American accent? Huh? That's you know, kind of.
2: Well, considering that they've been casting Americans in Irish films butchering our accent yeah. for years, hey, man, I, you I said don't, it,
1: Luke. Yeah.
3: Away.
2: I, I, I'm comfortable doing that and uh, t- right, taking y'all. whatever <laughs> bit of cancellation comes
0: my way. Let's do a podcast.
2: Ah, uh, that was the point where Kieran was just supposed to naturally interrupt our uh, banter and flow Summer strategy.
3: 1991.
4: <laughs> Summer 1991, I was 11 and some family friends were down visiting. They had children of similar ages to us and so we decided to climb nock On the way back down, myself and one of the lads from the other family headed off at a decent pace and we were soon clear of the rest of the gang. For a while, there was this unaddressed tension between us as the competitors in us tried to figure out who would make the move first to win the coveted prize of first back to the car. Yes. Finally, I could bear no longer and brought it up. John, I said, I swear that I won't run, run ahead of you if you swear that you won't run ahead of me. We'll get to the car together and we'll both be first. I swear too, said John. So I happily sauntered down the mountain, convinced that I had done a deal. 50 metres from the end John took off
0: Bastard Of course he did
4: By the time I realised what was happening He was too far gone And he got to the car first And turned around With a victorious smile on his face Feeling like an absolute idiot. I could just about bring myself to say But you swore John <laughs> <laughs>
3: Why did you it to me John?
4: Yes John said But I didn't promise Oh yeah That's a big change So for him, there was this hierarchy. If you swore something, you could break it. But if you promised, you couldn't. So lads, Luke, Rory, Michal, I ask you all here at the end of January 2023, are we going to swear to or promise our faithful listeners that we will record one episode of In the Lamplight each month for them this year? Are we ready to put ourselves on the line? Big
0: commitment. It's a huge commitment.
1: I don't know if I'm pushed Before we actually Which mi- today <laughs>
0: <laughs> Get out In and out <laughs> Quick in and out I just have a question What age did you say you were In this? In Somewhere this? 1991
4: Rory Okay I was so 11
0: 11 years old yeah. Engaging in like a mutual agreement With a Like I just I'm I'm fascinated by like Your thought pattern as a kid Yeah to say right Okay I don't want to engage In this conflict So I'm going to like make it. And lip it in the bud I am not head it off. Yeah. yeah.
4: He yeah, was yeah. nine. I could have beaten him. He was nine. I was fat. I was bigger. I was faster. So I was like being the nice guy saying John, we'll do it together, man. Yeah, like if he... it was a race, I would have won.
2: But he snuck off. Again. Yeah, was he, what, you, so you were bigger, you, you were faster. You weren't smarter, were
3: you? <laughs> 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 I, uh
0: so I am going to in uh, in keeping with your friend there, your nine year old friend. <laughs> He's not um, a friend Okay, anymore <laughs> <I'm> sorry. Sorry.
4: <laughs> i mean, That was the end of that <laughs> That was the end of that, okay. that was, I
2: said that was a very awkward car ride home, wasn't
4: it? <laughs> fittingly, that fella's gone into the law profession, lads Oh, That's is he? Yeah? Oh, yeah, That's yeah, all yeah. I'd yeah. say, yeah
0: Well, yeah. so for us, racing back to the car It used to be who got to sit in the front seat When we were old enough to sit in the front seat mm-hmm. Shotgun! Yeah, but see, this, this fell to nothingness over time we, we abided by that rule for a while Where it was like shotgun And then someone to call shotgun, but the other person to get back first. And so the only real fair way to do it was the first person to the car got shotgun. And so that became our rule.
4: Fair, fair, fair. Any Johns in your life, Rory?
0: Uh, yeah I have a brother Drew a Snake yeah. Really yeah. <laughs> yeah Not going any further With that but he's a snake uh, My sister Jane's no better Actually it's Two snakes Two snakes
1: <laughs>
4: Okay well I notice No one is, is committing To this lads But look we, I'll we'll... commit Oh I, man Luke I promise Yeah I promise
1: Big Big promise
2: I, I put the money down Now here Uh Uh I make money? a faithful uh, promise to, to all seven of our uh, regular and faithful <laughs> listeners whoa, that we will, whoa, that we will knock an episode out here. at least once a month for the, for the remainder of this year. There we go. Yeah. All right. We have
4: it. We have it. So, folks, it may be 2023, but the streets of Ireland are still no safer. Not when our man Hall is around.
2: Talking
1: to your average Joes A random question he will pose What he'll ask, one never knows What's your favourite movie? Savoury or fruity? Do you like a sushi? Uh, it's it's me all on the Well, lads, what's the crack? Streets uh,
4: Me all, what have you got for us this week? They were clothes. Who was
1: closed? The streets. <laughs> <laughs> did they take the roads in? Did they? <laughs> have you seen the roadworks this Lego a The uh, roads They were all closed. It looked the original. <laughs> no. What? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to let you know that
4: uh, swore to us he'd have I didn't on the promise. I,
1: <laughs> I I didn't promise. Why <laughs> oh, you
3: stuck?
1: <laughs> 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 You're not much stuck. No, the streets aren't safe from next week on. The streets aren't safe from next week on.
0: Yeah. They were safe this week though. Ah yeah. And okay,
1: it's just yeah well,
0: Michal, this is your segment. So joke, story, <laughs> oh,
1: joke, joke, joke. <laughs> I'm actually pretty good with jokes usually. Joke, joke, joke. No, I'll catch you later on in the podcast. I have,
4: um, I have something for Michal, actually. Okay, go because for... we, we, we. Although we're going to bring in lots of great guests as as the year goes on. Um, today we decided instead of a guest, um, that I would bring in three topics of discussion.
0: Oh, class! And the mm.
4: first one concerns you directly, Michal here we, we go. Are? The amount of men under 30 not having sex has nearly tripled in the last decade.
3: Shit!
1: <laughs> no, I, I did not expect this! Put me I in the corner, <laughs> top of me. And this concerns you <laughs> oh, especially, Mayhul. Disgust! Oh, that <laughs> took a turn, didn't
0: they, find. What? Oh, this was a... out of the gates firing today. <laughs> ah,
2: I'm up against the wall. I'm back again, I'm back in Christ, I need to get body armor on
1: for it because <laughs> something directly concerned me. This was a
4: story from joe.ie that I heard referenced during the week.
1: You mean um, me, Kearney. Karen, yeah. <laughs>
4: Now, this is Now, this is a story from the USA in 2018. But I heard it this week in a convers heard a reference this week in a conversation about uh, young people and how phones and the internet are impeding their ability to truly connect with other humans. So here are the details. In 2008, roughly 10% under the 10% of men under the age of 30 reported having no sex in the previous 12 months. But by 2018, that number had nearly tripled to 28%. Jesus. So, Michal... <laughs> As, well, Luke is technically under 30 still too, I think Just, about. just a here, yeah, 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 we'll, That's we'll bring the two into this As the two men under 30 in this room What do you think? Has the reliance on, of your generation on their phones Made you all worse at communicating? Or is phone communication just as effective as in-person communication And we're just a bunch of old lads Wishing for the return of the good old days
1: Sorry, are you over 30? Yeah Are you? Yeah mm. um, I would say, like, with Dayton good luck online. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way it's it's shy-like. Mm-hmm. So that's very hard to communicate. But yeah, in-person is just a lot better. Yeah, but 100%.
4: You would strike me as a good in-person communicator, me all.
1: Pre- I like to think so, but then sometimes I'm chatting to people and I'm so awkward. I reckon I could chat away to any person in the world. But if I think that I like a girl, I get so nervous. Yeah. You get in your own so head. Nervous, so I'd nervous. I'd be the same. Yeah. yeah. But like, if I didn't like them, I'd chat till the cows came home like that. <laughs> yeah. Sure, now.
0: yeah, yeah. So yeah. if Mijo's chatting away to you, uh, he doesn't <laughs> He doesn't like, he doesn't it. like <laughs> it. He doesn't
1: like <laughs> it. And if he gets nervous, do a runner. <laughs> get it out of there. <laughs>
4: but is that a thing? Like, you know, uh, you, I my daughter's 11. She's looking for a phone all, all the time. We're sort of, holding out as long as we can. and uh-huh. um, Because I see it with, with, with teenagers and with people in, in their early 20s, I guess. It's like, you know, you see them constantly on their phones. And is that truly impeding their ability to communicate, do you think?
2: I, I think so. I, I think it makes, uh, I think the phone makes communication more fickle. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, there's always a game when it comes to, you know, especially when it comes to, the communication of flirting and stuff like that There's always a game, and there's, a, and I think the Irish were much more awkward than a lot of the continental Europeans. We're not as tactile, we're not as um, direct. We don't really just say, "Do you want to go on a date?" Sure, uh, I like it's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's much more about. Geez, I think she might have looked at me for like three seconds across the bar uh, there. Uh, you know, you're looking. I think we're always looking for these kind of like, we play a game. We look for signals. And the, the Instagram world and the, the social media world has added such a layer to that, that I think is actually having a negative effect on people's mental health as well. As in like, oh, that person I fancy, they like my story there. Oh, I wonder, do they, do they like me back? Or were they look, why were they looking? Like the, all that bullshit that I think the, the 23, 22s and under are dealing with as just such a layer of complication on their lives that wasn't there before I was um, uh, a couple of uh, a, a while back I was um, talking to mum about stuff related to this and mum said do you know what your generation is missing the slow dance
0: <laughs> for sure the slow bring dance back sec. the slow dance they, they are bringing it, it back though yeah, yeah exactly. for sure but
2: you just walked up to someone and said hey
0: <laughs> yeah, you do just wanna, roared at them hey! <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to dance? <laughs> yeah, that's how it went and down And you danced yeah. the slow
2: dance set And you chatted in the rear You know, so Yeah, I think so Is the slow
1: dance not a thing anymore? Not at all no. It is coming back definitely in nightclubs Because I heard that someone the last day Before their set ended They put on Tom Waddell and Another Love In the Garavoga. How does that go? It's slower than like A dancey, nightclub-y sure. song do You know, it's I wanna take you somewhere So you know I care Oh, yeah though Yeah, yeah, it's sure so yeah. Cool. So that is like, it's turning that way, but there's definitely not as slow. Like years ago, it was... Yeah, there was like three or four wall.
0: songs in the middle of a set that were designed for you to kind of hug and dance at the same time. Yeah. Here comes
2: Purple Rain. It's time to shift.
0: <laughs> 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 Prince is a lot to answer yeah. for. Oh. Well, I think across the board, social media and phones have influenced, or probably degraded our ability to communicate across the board. So I can only imagine that it has influenced like flirting and romance as well but i see it in the barbershop all the time all the time and lads who've grown up with phones and lads who haven't grown up with phones for whatever reason as uh, you know that they, they weren't let have phones or whatever their communication skills are undoubtedly much stronger you're 10 times better mm. Their ability to be able to Hold a conversation Their ability to be able to Like little social cues Like we all know this thing You know if the, if the conversation is One-sided You might say "Geez, I must ask them about You know you've spoken about yourself For a bit And you think mm-hmm. Right I might, might ask them Something about them themselves And that's That's a thing we learn Through communication That it's really boring If you just talk about yourself You need to include other people And like that skill Is being lost immense Like I Try and talk to young people All the time in the shop and sometimes it's like drawing blood from a stone other times they're really it's a really two-sided conversation with an eight-year-old mm-hmm. but that eight-year-old doesn't have a phone mm. whereas the yes yeah. whereas the whereas the well, well with the eight-year-old that does have a phone they, they need that phone then to be able to sit in the chair yeah. quietly mm. so, so you can't have any sort of a conversation so I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, as you say, I'm over 30, so I don't necessarily fall into this bracket. But <laughs> You're I have to about <laughs> six months over 30. <laughs> yeah, or you? I'm over oh. 30. Look, lads, look, I'm getting on. I don't know. The back of my day, they did have a slow dance. But uh, no, definitely, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
4: Right. That's topic one. Topic two is a lot less controversial, lads. Me, Hall, and it's not technically to, you, to do with you. So this is more to do with Luke because.
0: Rory, how much do you make before taxes?
3: Because
0: <laughs> Rory,
4: um, we were we were both part of, of Team Night uh, 31 last
0: week. And there was, there was something a bit special about it. There was like, I couldn't put my finger on it. But there was just a magic on that stage. Mm. I don't know why that was. But you know, I mean, inherently everything was mostly the same,
4: pretty much the same as the previous team night. But there was w- w- one difference? Was there? I, don't you know, say, I know maybe more than one. But There was
0: a couple of differences. But one for sure. And uh, yeah, I just thought it was amazing, Karen. Yeah. Thanks, thanks so much for having me be a part of it. It's actually a memory that I will that will live with me for the rest of my life. Yeah. Or, yeah. whatever happens in the team nights from this point on. I'm not sure we'll top the memory no. of. I'm going to
4: try thing. and press you on that now, Rory. You sure. know, if, if you if you think there was that one special thing, I mean, uh, I mean, for our listeners, do you know?
0: Um, um. I just felt like there was a harmony between the band Oh really? Okay. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like right. a kind of uh, It didn't
4: exist previously
0: No, like there was always like, I felt like there was like always a distance And a, stony, like a kind yeah. of stoniness between them Okay They really melded together, nice. you know okay. Created this kind I of I like, will even fucking spit it out
3: <laughs> <laughs> Spit it out if you
1: Luke wasn't if there you want to fight, let's fight <laughs> <laughs> That, was that took me way dude. too long for the Benny to drop. I was like, what is wrong with you?
0: <laughs> oh, I missed Luke, man, I have to say. Nah, it.
1: feck you, I didn't
2: miss you at all anyway. That's the way you're going to be. You I were a time of my life in France.
4: <laughs> for the listeners, folks, yes, Luke was in France uh, on a two-week residency playing playing a gig in Morzine, a ski resort in France, while... Um,
2: well, we got on just great without him.
0: Yeah, Rory. absolutely, like, <laughs> unbelievable.
4: Luke, tell us about your your
2: your your two weeks first. Oh, what can I say? It was it was crazy. I, it's probably the closest that we'll ever come to being like, honest to God, rock stars. I think it's the closest that I'll ever come to feeling. You know, when you see someone up on a big stage and they've got a whole festival crowd singing their song back sure. at them, you're going, "Oh my God, that must feel amazing." I I'd say this was probably about five percent of that buzz but it was still kind of hard to come home and go back to playing regular gigs and gigs that I enjoy and that I've always enjoyed and I will enjoy for the rest of the year but when you, when we were over there it, the crowd that came in in front of us every night they were on holiday they were ready to have a good yeah. time yes the, and and it it, it it was as easy as just walking into the pub and lighting the match and throwing it into a barrel of petrol Sure. and, and up nice. she goes like yeah. we could do no wrong we just couldn't who was we who was with you me and um, two other great musicians uh, from Sligo uh, drummer called Sean O'Reilly and uh, a guy called Dwayne Gallagher was playing the bass I was playing guitar and we all sing um, it's just a good kind of rock and three piece yeah. Um uh maybe we might um we might post uh, one of the videos that I have of the uh the crowd yeah. going going berserk up on our social media, our lamplight social media this week so give everybody a look at what I was up to. But uh yes, yeah, so the gigs were were crazy and then did a bit of skiing. Morzine is a lovely town, just snow on the roofs, that real typical if you can think of the this if if you had a movie about skiing and you can think of the set of it. That's and and that typical picturesque—that's <laughs> yeah. oh, I was in it. Mm. Uh, yeah, brilliant. Were you just um, gigging at night time? Just gigging at night, and we sometimes we did the après ski gig, which was like five till seven, kind of a time slot, and the night time gig as well. But ah, um, uh, it was brilliant, really, really brilliant. Probably we will go back next year. Can't wait. Must organise a team night for that time. So, Rory, I, you. I, do you know?
0: Actually, I reckon we could organise a lamplight trip. To lamplight ski holiday. A little lamplight ski holiday. And we'll go and be part of that crowd. But we'll just add a bit of normality to it So we won't look at you We'll have our back turned to you We'll yeah. be shouting over the top of all your songs Yeah, yeah. We won't clap Just we to make me feel like I'm a little bit at home but Just to ground you Just to touch yeah. You know like yeah. We don't just to feel too In case much my head gets right. too big oh, I was right We need you getting home like We yeah. need to be able to get you back onto the plane
2: I said the heads in us coming home We probably We were just about got away With not paying for the Overweight luggage allowance Because of the
0: e- <laughs> <laughs> The
4: egos on us Oh uh, brilliant Yeah Rory, uh, back to the theme night. How was it for you, anyway?
0: Yeah, loved it. Um, So, so
4: folks, Rory's contribution for anyone who wasn't at the show Rory uh, filmed a short movie and basically um, accompanied the movie uh, with a song. The idea being that the song was not necessarily the focus, but the short film was the focus. And we, the band, and Rory's vocals were the the accompaniment to that film. Have I got
0: that right? Yeah, I wanted to try and flip the switch a small touch in favour of film for just one one performance. And the idea was that we'd lay the carpet of music behind this film. So I didn't even stand centre stage or anything. We all sat down and sat kind of to the edges of the stage. The band stayed where they were, but they were quite low. We played a film over the top, a film that myself and the guys at Temperhound made the Sunday before. So we'd say your show started on the Wednesday night and the Sunday before we, we made that film. And it was lovely because that was the first time we got to play something that we had made in front of a live audience. So, you know, I, I guess as musicians and performers, you get to see and feel what the audience think of your work. Whereas in our industry, we we never get to see that unless we do a screening or unless uh, our film makes it big and you get reviews, et cetera. But, it, it doesn't often do that And sometimes your work is Just goes out online And you get a couple of likes Or you get a couple of comments But you never get that really Live aspect to mm, it mm. And so that to me was class And what sort of reactions did you get? I got a lot Do you know what actually One of my favourite reactions was So for anyone who didn't see it It was kind of like a sad piece The song that was played underneath Was Jamie Lawson's I wasn't expecting that And it kind of tells the story Of a couple when they catch Each other's eye for the first time And then A man's life spent in love And then at the very end of the piece uh, His partner kind of passes away And we're just left This man's left on his own Um, And so it's sad And the song is sad (laughs) And I walked out The first night I did it I walked out Uh, So I went off the stage And then I went in Past the green room Out to the bar Because I wanted to get a bottle of Heineken Zero And I, I met a woman uh, on the stairs of the balcony And she turns around to me She goes You should be disgraced You should be disgraced with yourself And I <laughs> says Jesus why? And she says I'm covered in my own mascara And all the girls up there The makeup is running off their face oh, <laughs> like that. That's Great. the last compliment It, it is Because like I had jokingly said to Karen Before I started I said I'm going to make everyone In the Hawkswell cry mm. So I mentioned, But I laughed while saying that And didn't actually really intend To make everyone in the Hawkswell cry But, like, ended up making quite a few people in the Hawkswell cry and then being told by all of them afterwards that I made them cry. So it was (laughs) great. Like, it was a nice kind of experience, you know.
2: It's nice when you can get a strong emotional response from a crowd like that,
4: though. Yeah. You know, you're doing something right. Absolutely. It was funny, though. I felt the applause was not... As loud, possibly for your song as for some of the others.
0: A but woman that, came up to me about that. But I, I, I that's probably why yeah. people
4: are a little bit shook after it.
0: She said, "So this woman that I was speaking to was up in the balcony, and she said she was she was watching the women in front of her, and they they were kind of wiping their faces and wiping tears from their eyes, um, and she had kind of thought to herself, like, I hope this fell on the stage doesn't think that we didn't." In- Enjoy his performance. Yeah. I hope that, like, he knows that we enjoyed it because there was that nearly silence and then a slow clap and then it kind of built to a crescendo and kind of went off. But yeah, look, I was just delighted to get onto a stage with a film that we had made and get to see reactions to it and for them reactions to be largely positive or negative, depending on how you look at it, but largely positive for the for the project. You know.
2: What about you, uh Kieran Quinn of Kieran Quinn's Team Nights? Yes. How did Kieran Quinn's Team Night go for Kieran Quinn?
4: Ah, Jesus. Oh, sure, lads. I love
2: those weeks. Mm. Like, um, and they have turned into a real week now, haven't they? It's it's a real it's the whole week. Well, yeah. That I, I sort of
4: I I really wanted that. Like we used to do three of them every year, and it would um, you know, it could be two nights or it could be three nights, and you'd be you'd be rushing rehearsals. You know, you'd be getting in maybe on the Thursday, maybe on the Wednesday, and and you know, trying to crank out two or three shows almost straight away. And, and I think it was during lockdown we just had a bit more time in our hands and we actually did a, one of the the online team nights oh. and and we sort of figured hold on a sec this yeah. is so much more uh manageable and less stressful if we actually take a full day to to get in and I think it in. was
2: not a team night not we a team had a whole night, day to just set up and get the, in. The pressure it yeah. took yeah. off
4: so <laughs> that was one of the big lessons from that and do you know a lot of work goes into them and and probably more work even now than than say 2 or 3 years ago and I think I think two two each year is is a good amount, um. But but two proper weeks each year, do you know yeah. that people know not just us the performers, but the audiences know in advance. Right, this is team night week, and you know whatever needs to be done that week, we're gonna we have plenty of notice. Um, you know we can rearrange stuff, we can rearrange lessons or gigs if we need to. Audience, cause can book babysitters or not go on holidays that week or whatever. And I think the idea of a week is mm-hmm. is is great. You know, um. So, so yeah it was it was a, it was a tough one in ways um uh, like uh, so much went into the musicals team night in October do you know that was a real monster of a show and so many people put so much into that one and so it was a little bit like okay how how do we follow that or how do we do something that 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 in any way lives up to that Ooh. and so that was the challenge and we'd only three months you know it was a short lead-in. Uh, but then I suppose the satisfaction when it comes off is is massive, and you know it was very different to musicals. Um, but 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 I always I always my I say to myself before each show I always you know you always want to hear people coming up to you saying that was the best one yet mm, that was yeah. definitely the best one yet, and I was wondering would we get this that this time we sure. got loads of it after musicals, but in fairness I got an awful lot of it this time again. Um, which was brilliant, you know, because mm-hmm. it, was, it was a risky one. Stories, yeah. people are saying stories, what's that all about? Sure, every song tells a story and it does to a degree, but but then you can, you know, some songs tell them more than others, I guess. And uh, yeah, had a great
1: week, lads. What does Kieran Quinn do the, ni- the morning after the theme night is finished? Like that week is done. You know, like if you do a musical or a play and your week of shows is done. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, such a come down. Is it like that for you?
4: Well, thank you for saying you. I thought for a minute you were going to say, is it like that for Karen Quinn? Yeah, I talked about it in <laughs> third person. I think we should do that. <laughs> no, but like, I would love that. like for
1: everyone else, like for everyone else on the stage, like it, they kind of just go back, but like it's your thing. Like it's yeah. such a big, like it's a big part of your life. So like yeah. what is that morning like after? Is it this,
4: this, this, I don't know. I just remember this, this particular Sunday morning, like, you know, you had a lazy morning and the kids, I don't know where they were, but <laughs> good solid parenting <laughs>
1: yeah. there but they just weren't around
4: I think we'd possibly visitors and they'd gone out with the visitors <laughs> and, and Sinead and I just sat on the couch for about two hours like both of us wrecked but both of us just reliving the whole thing and just talking through it and uh do you know, um, going through the highlights or going through everything that happened. And that's, you know, it's important to reflect, I think, if you get a chance at all. And we were both like wrecked and we'd probably, you know, heading off to sleep again in the afternoon. And it was one of those days where you hardly sure. get out of your pajamas, do you mm-hmm. know, but um, I was, yeah, it was just a job, you know, satisfaction. Are you buzzing for that.
1: the next one or are you kind of like, right, I'm okay for a couple of weeks now?
4: I'm okay for a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah. Do you know, it, it, because of COVID, I feel the last few, we had to, we had to build them back up so we'd we'd won in May, we'd won in October, and one in January. So that's three in eight months, which is a lot. Um, and a, you know, three big shows, and you know, trying to, trying to sell them to audiences and get audiences back into the Hawks. Well, it was all that side of it as well this yeah. time. Um, so it was you know it was busy eight months. So I think the next one's now a good few months, probably October. So it's a good few months away. So you know, I think it's no harm just to sit back for a little bit and think about other things for a while. Sure, like podcasts. Yeah, how for many sure. podcasts
1: before then? Probably nine.
4: Well, are we sw- is that we sw- a promise? promised. <laughs> yeah. <we> promised. <laughs> right. I think that's the team night done. Topic number three. And this is, um, this is more up your street, Rory. Okay. Mm-hmm. I heard a lot of talk. Obviously, it was Oscar nominations week last week. Uh, and I heard an awful lot of talk about this um, Irish film on Colleen Quinn, The first Irish language film to be nominated for an Oscar. Nominated for Best International Film. Have you seen it? Not yet. Have you seen it, all
1: Oh my God, it's on oh my book like it's the first thing on my book list. I have to Luke, have to have to see
4: it. I haven't seen it yet, no. It's not mad. I haven't seen it yet either. And I'm s yeah. uh, i am think I, I sort of anticipated that answers. Not necessarily from Rory, but definitely from the from the three of us. Like this film is getting huge reviews. Yeah. I heard it described during the week as the perfect film. Do you know yeah. it's 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 a low budget Irish produced film, Irish language film, but nominated for an Oscar. But like,
1: why haven't we seen it? I have a reason. When we were in Leavensert, one of our comparative studies, see, I have like three different things. One was like Shakespeare, one was a novel, and one was a short story or mm-hmm. something like that. And one of them was Foster by Claire Keenan or Claire Keegan. Mm. And that's what The Quiet on Colleen Cuehn is based off. Okay. Like, it was tortured to study. <laughs> torture. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It was... As in... Just, it was... In the my story opinion, was boring. T- it was, was boring. Or? It was okay. boring. Okay. And it was only 100 pages long. And to be honest, that's probably the only reason that I haven't gone to see. But I'm probably gonna hop on the bandwagon now because of the Oscar nomination. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. I'd love to see it. But, but it's it's it's,
4: the, it's it's a hugely high growth. like it's it's gross. It's it's gross. It was the top top most popular Irish film last year as well. Not not just it's not just a niche film. It's it obviously hitting home with audiences as well as film So credits. When was
2: this film actually released? Last February. Last February. So <clears throat> Is it where uh, Rory can maybe speak more to this than me, but is it possibly a thing that once Oscars season comes around and people are talking about these films, that it has just been lost in the shadow of Banshees of Vinishirin a little bit in terms of the conversation about Oscars and 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 if the if the Oscar nomination is the thing that's driving more people to go and see the film or raising awareness of the film? Because I do like to be I, I didn't hear. About I know I wouldn't have my finger on the pulse, but I didn't hear about the film until I read the. I've
4: right. the no, heard
0: about it since February, but mm. uh, but
2: just but but yeah,
0: I'm ashamed to say. I is, haven't the, seen is it. Is that a thing? Yeah, Boy, it, it is a thing, Luke, for sure. I I can't remember what the first uh, round of awards is. It's either the IFTAs or the BAFTAs, and I heard it then. So whatever the first one of them is, mm-hmm. and it I I think it might have been the IFTAs, and it just cleaned up. It just you know. it it just won everything I think the the biggest issue is and um, Bong Joon-ho he's the director he's a Korean director and he directed a film called Parasite which won best international film two years ago
3: Mm.
0: and on his acceptance speech he said until we learn to um, pass the gate the one inch gate at the bottom of our screens no that's not what he said what he said was if you pass the gate of the one inch screen uh, one inch at the bottom of your screen you open up a whole new world of cinema and effectively what he was talking about was subtitles and our style of consuming media at the minute is fast paced and so cinema long form cinema is already having to try its best to contend with that so there's cheat sheets out for filmmakers now which is like in the first 19 seconds of your film something major has to happen Mm -hmm. you have to lock your audience in and it's so difficult to do that when your audience have to read the story as well as watch it. Yeah, And that is Colin Kuhn's biggest barrier to entry is the, is the Irish uh, language thing. Now, I love the, uh, the idea that they've made a film, an internationally recognised film with the Irish language. It does yeah. amazing things for Ireland and so big up to them. But I do fall into that category as well. I want really badly to watch that film. But in the evening where I usually watch film time, in my film time where I usually watch movies, my brain can't nearly justify the energy expenditure to sit and read it as well. So I go, oh, I'll just put on the menu. Or something, you know, like I watched that.
3: How good was I that? I watched that a couple of nights ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so good. Ah, oh,
2: Jesus! It's
0: wild. Anyway, but that's what I mean. So it's like it, it, the barrier to entry is the fact that it ha- that's I imagine why the vast majority of people haven't seen it to now. Now people will make an extra effort, as Luke says, because of the Oscar nomination and because of it's now been revered and people reckon it's unbelievable. It'll it'll see its boost. But only for that, like th- this is the problem with with subtitles. And until filmmakers are clever enough to find a way past subtitles, and I have no idea what that is, <laughs> but how to tell a story without people having to read the subtitles, we're going to face that gate that uh, Boon Jong Ho's problem, which is the world, of, the entire world of cinema is closed to us because of subtitles. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Would you never use subtitles?
0: I have no problem
2: using subtitles. Uh, but isn't it an action isn't it like using them or reading them reading them right uh, yeah nope it doesn't bother me at all um but isn't it an awful shame that an, an Irish language film is out there and is getting this recognition and the vast majority of Irish
0: people are probably turned off watching it because we can't actually speak our own language mm. I can't remember sorry excuse me I can't remember who I heard saying that before and I remember it resonated with me something serious. I can't, I can't, sorry, forgive me because I can't remember who said it to me, yeah. but he said, I can't watch it because it actually hurts my feelings that I don't know what's being said in our own native language. Yeah. I thought, there you go.
2: And my Irish isn't bad, but I still probably need the subtitles, you know? Yeah,
1: you'd pick up them little bits and pieces, yeah. but not the full meaning.
0: Ehan the
2: was so, the last time. So Luke, it was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the last time Luke spoke
0: <laughs> Irish here, I think. <laughs> the um, night of the big wind. I do, yeah, I love the Irish language, though.
2: So maybe maybe we'll all will we all well, swear yeah. we'll we all swear that we'll we'll, we'll, <laughs> well go we and give that a film a look for next on, month.
4: It's on in, in Sligo at ten past six today, tomorrow, and Tuesday, and probably the rest of the week. But that's all I could find online. So mm. it's like it's on daily in Sligo. Still, like ten months after its release, eleven months after its release. We should go and say it. We'll have to yeah. go and see it. Yeah,
0: let Have to go and put the, and put the put a put the money in, where put the gob into is into the pot as well. Because yeah. a lot of the reasons these films get made again is because they gross enough money. To justify it, mm. so this is the thing about send me go and pay your what whatever your fee is. It helps get more of that stuff get made. So yeah, let's go see it.
4: There yeah. we are, another promise, lads, on this first uh, podcast. Whoa, who said
3: promise? <laughs> 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 I think, I, I, think I said swear. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> I said
1: swear.
4: Uh, no. All right, lads. Um, is it time for Rory recommends? It's not. It's, it's not. not.
2: It's not. I think maybe before Rory recommends, we yes. might just address the 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 big wet elephant in the room in front of us here. Um, Kieran. Yes, Luke. A couple of months ago, you were in my studio here and uh, we were recording something. I can't remember exactly what it was, but you had your daughter with you, your daughter, Nixie. And uh, I was setting up some uh, microphones in the back room and you were in the front room when the door was open. And it was off a morning, or it was kind of coming up to lunchtime. So... You uh, said to Nixie, <clears throat> "Will you go over to the shop and get me a chicken fillet roll and a bottle of water?" Well, I would
4: follow that, Karen? And well, well I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have asked for a chicken fillet roll first of all.
2: Well, uh, you, oh, no, not a chicken fillet roll. A roll, sorry. Yeah. Uh, okay, K- sorry, Karen's roll always has ham. ham, coleslaw, and a bit of sweet corn. Good oh, man, there yeah, you have it. Nice. I knew, yeah. I knew that's, you knew those yeah. yeah, I, I think saying chicken fillet roll is just a habit, yeah. uh, but no, so a roll yeah. and a bottle of water and and. And then you said, but not Ballygown. I did. And the <laughs> words like, were like... no sooner out of your mouth. And then you looked at me with a look that said, oh, oh shit, did I just say that in front of someone who wasn't my immediate family?
3: <laughs> 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 like, is a...
2: And I was thinking, I asked you, what's wrong with Ballygown? And you said, I just taste funny, man. <laughs> just, I don't like it. And so which fr- is not a thing to me for for the entirety of my life. Water has tasted like water.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, yep.
2: Water is water. Regardless, is water, of is water, is water, is water is water. Right. So, I thought it would be really interesting here to put your obviously far more educated taste buds to the test. So, uh,
4: palace. Thank you, lads. Thank you very <clears throat> much. Yes.
2: So, uh, for the listeners, uh, Kieran, describe what you see in front of you. I see uh,
4: three sets of five paper cups mm-hmm. um, with happy birthday written on them. Uh, and I see five uh, bottles of water. I see a Volvic, a River Rock, Ballygowan. Uh, I see Spar. Uh, that would uh, be
2: like a Circle K owned brand. Kind
4: Circle of K a, owned brand. And this one
2: is a... It's a Super Value owned Super brand. Super
4: Value owned brand, right. So we have five different bottles of water here.
2: Yeah, some kind of fairly high-end some from the lower end of the market, you know, well, so all the
4: same. According to you, Luke. But, uh,
2: well, but, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, damn right, all the same. Yeah. <laughs> but but this is what, <laughs> but this is what we're here to test. So I have got uh, in front of um, in front of you Karen, and I've got five cups labeled one to five, mm. and they each have one of uh, these types of water in them, and we're going to go through them one at a time, and I want to see if you can pick out which one is the ballygown. Wow. And Rory and uh, Michal are going to join in as well. They, they they knew this was happening, but they don't. I made them look away when I poured the water. So they don't know which is uh, the gown in front of them either. So they are like our, uh, they're our control, control group. Control, yeah. And, but, wow. uh, but this is all Proper about experiment. you, Kieran. Yeah, No, I'd, I'd do it right. Oh, you great. Know?
4: Well, look, I mean, I, last time I was in a situation like this was in the Hawkswell Theatre and I was watching a gig with a friend of mine and he says... um. Karen i I'm driving tonight, so I'm going to have a Heineken Zero. And I said, all right, that's fine. I'll have a Heineken. And so he said, uh, close your eyes and take a swig out of each of these bottles. Yeah. Uh, and I couldn't tell the difference between the no, Heineken Zero and the not. Heineken.
2: The, the Heineken Zero is very good. Yeah. It, is. No, it, it just
4: tastes like, it it all just tastes that's like Heineken. Heineken. That's not Ballygown. Yeah, yeah, correct. Do you know? Ballygown right. is... Okay.
2: okay. 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 Okay, let's go. Let's okay. get into it. All right, gentlemen. Oh. Start your engines. Uh, no, actually, that's the wrong one. Pick up the cup that has number one written on it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. Uh, Okay. Right. Suck it in, G. That's
4: not badly going.
0: I would... Any immediate reaction? I would say, I I hate to say this, Luke, because I know I'm supposed to be in control here. That tastes exactly like water. Tastes like water. Yeah. Yes, right.
1: Right. Do you know what? <laughs> it's not seawater, and that's all that I know. That's all. And it's not out of a swimming pool. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, not seawater or swimming pool water. <laughs> it's not salty, and yeah. yeah, it's not a, And I has not been pitched in. Right. <laughs>
0: uh, cup number two. It's the wave number two here. Oh, should we be trying to guess which ones they are? No? Uh, maybe just be keeping a note. Yeah. Uh, sure I mean, uh, if, you, if you can spot which one is
2: Ballygown. Brilliant. I'm if you can like have a tea. guess, the, the other ones are on cup number has two. Tea. Rory's, <laughs> having, a, Rory's having a proper slurp. So oh. of, Get the air in with it, too. A bit, like. of air, bit of ASMR there, Rory. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two
0: could be Ballygown. Could okay. be Ballygown.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Right. Cup number three. Okay, dokie. You know you're supposed to taste off a spoon. Huh? You, should, you know like when you taste tea or coffee or anything. What's this in this, this well test I wouldn't taste tea or, or coffee. Right? <laughs> okay, cup number 3. But for a man so devout against Ballygowan it'd be fine Karen.
1: Have you got something to cleanse my palate between Waters <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can offer you I can a offer water? you a si- I'll give you a sip of tap water.
3: Oh
0: <laughs> <Yeah>, Jesus. <yeah. laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought, we've done a lot of food on this podcast <laughs> And I really didn't think it'd get any worse No, but now, sitting <laughs> there drinking waters.
2: water <laughs> Right, so we're on cup number three Do you think you might have sus in it so far, Kieran? That's also a possibility Okay I think
4: one is definitely not Okay I think two and three are possibilities okay. I'm still leaning towards two more than three
0: Okay. Can you any Interesting. Difference,
1: Not nah. even, it's <laughs> just <laughs> Not even slightly Cup like. number
0: four Okay, let's go for uh, number four <laughs> You swirl it around like in a wine glass. Do whatever you want. Okay. You
1: can sniff it as well if you like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a lot of cup in my water.
0: Yeah, you know what Dip I mean. Dip your like, finger in it and give it a wee tickle. <laughs> go on. yeah, like the real uh, similiers or simaliers. What was you call them? So the wine
1: people? Somalia. Somalia, yeah. Luke, did you put all these at the same temperature? Did you?
0: <laughs> uh,
2: I I did. Breeze. I didn't have the Does budget have? for that kind of control on the experiment. <laughs> right, and finally, cup number five. <laughs> How are we getting on, lads? Have you, any, I'm any? feeling <laughs> high If anything,
0: no, yeah. Karen. I, I'm not. I'm not joking. I can tell. No, no. like not even the slightest <laughs> hint of it. You've even said first one's definitely not. Second one might be. Third one might be. We haven't heard about. The four. I haven't a notion of the difference here.
2: No. Anyone uh, feeling drug yet?
1: Wait,
0: what? Are Why we... is this? Huh?
1: Oh no! I <laughs> <telling> you, <laughs> no, 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 no.
2: <clears throat> and that's cup number five gone in now. Luke
1: yeah. Lucas spiked us.
2: Right. Just Take gonna, a a minute now to just, just collect your uh, together and just say collect your uh, thoughts and and uh, evaluate uh, your your results and hmm. and just really get in touch with your with your taste buds. You know. Such.
0: Uh, so how does this work now? Do we just try and pick the one that we think? So is I, I
2: think we will go to you uh, and to Mihal first, and we'll come to Kieran last. Um, Rory, um, have you any guess at which one of those might be ballygown?
0: I can. I'm literally just going to pull a number out of the air. Right. Two. Interesting. Okay, why do you say two? Because Kieran said it. I'm <laughs> just hedging my
2: bets here. Right, uh, Mihal, any guess? Five, five. Oh, you from, just from, uh, why five? Right. You just want to be different. You're going for the, you know, it's the one that I remember. <laughs> <laughs> <Did> you always.
3: <laughs> say <your first> one? <laughs> <laughs>
2: They're, all the, They're you, all the same. Were you the child who, uh, uh, if you didn't know the answer, you'd just go for five on the drum counter multiple choice test? Yes, yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> other, other. It wasn't <laughs> any of the answers. It was just other. Right. So,
2: Kieran, moment. Of Actually, sorry, truth.
0: Luke. Do the music now. Huh? Do the do the. Put oh, a, a bit of dramatic. Though. Okay. Yeah. 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 No.
2: Uh, put a bit of dramatic music uh, on there, Margaret. Will you? <clears throat> Kieran. You've spent uh, a life <laughs> professing uh, hatred for ballygown. So, uh, money where your mouth is. Which cup do you think had ballygown?
4: Well, Luke. Firstly, thank you for this opportunity. You're welcome. You know, it's um, it, you know, it's it's important to me that, that I get the opportunity to to prove to you all um,
0: <laughs>
4: how <laughs> how refined my taste buds are. You know, here's these uh, two, here's these two Rory and me, all. You know,
0: I can't taste the difference, lads. <laughs> In all fairness, you clearly what? can tell the difference, totally, <coughs> completely. It's fucking <thick> water. <laughs> oh.
4: I'm gonna go with my, my instinct here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I not only will name the Ballygowan. Mm-hmm. But I'll name each one of them.
2: Oh, oh here we go. big nice. dick move. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
4: Okay. <coughs> so five was River Rock. Okay. One I see I've never tasted the Super Value or the Circle K. Okay. I just know that they were they were one and four. I'm not sure which order. Okay. Um uh, five was River Rock. Uh one and four were the Circle K and the Value. Um three was Volvic and two was the famous Ballygowan. Okay. So I will not be going near Cup Number Two again, Luke. It was just, it was uh, offensive to my taste buds.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh,
4: so I'm glad this has been recorded. Thank you, me just for this.
2: <laughs> Would you like to know how you did?
4: I know how I did, to be honest. I'm a fair idea, but uh, if you if you need to tell me, if okay. you feel the need to tell me, please I'll,
2: I'll, I can tell you the Cup Number Five was not River Rock. Okay. All right. I can also tell you that cup number one was not Circle K. Okay. I can tell you that cup number four was not the super value one. Okay, very good. I can tell you that cup number three was not Volvic. Okay, no problem. And I can tell you that cup number two was... Indeed, Ballygown. But they were all Ballygown, you fecking <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: uh, I hope, did you get that kind of reaction? Like, uh, I told you, boys. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> <well>, I did <laughs> tiny, <laughs> didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Number
4: <laughs>
1: two. There we go. All of the cups were Ballygown.
2: <laughs> well, look... <laughs>
4: I think I think I think my point has been proven here. I think,
1: <laughs> I think my second point has been proven here. Top number two was Bally So <laughs> Nixie, if you're
3: listening, never mind your dad. Never <laughs> mind. <laughs> oh, very good.
4: Very good. I hope that yeah, came that across good. as well to the listeners. <laughs> as Probably it did not. In we
0: studio. just spent ten minutes <laughs> tasting water. Tasting water. <laughs> I'm so sorry that we sat you through that, listeners.
2: But you have to appreciate the lengths that I went to 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 put on the proper illusion. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we got we got the, the bottle of Ballygown and, uh, and filled the rest and then we poured water out the rest and down the sink so they don't look like they'd had a <laughs> it's so it's all the, lads, the lads
4: even have water in their cups
2: like I was with vodka yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. wait were ours different
2: <laughs> Your, yours were all different yeah Kieran's were all the same <laughs> like
1: genuinely <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Done. nicely
2: done nicely done lads nicely oh, done no. that oh, yeah, was good crack like
0: ours were all different they all tasted exactly the same exact same
2: Right, okay. Kieran obviously does not recommend Ballygown, but maybe Rory has something Whoa! that he wants to recommend to us. Does he know somewhere Hey, the music. <laughs> I'm on fire today, that's... If your life is feeling grey, like a dull and cloudy day, we can chase your blues away. Rory recommends you something to defend you, On the boredom that offends you, you. also fix your hairdo. <laughs> it's Rory
3: Recommends Whoa.
0: Okay, so my recommendation this week is a book, lads. Um, It's a book called The Daily Stoic. I'm not sure if I've spoken about this book on the podcast before, but uh, I love it. The idea is that you put this book beside your bed. Well, this is what I do. And uh, each page has a different uh, date at the top of it. The date corresponds to the day that you're living. And you wake up in the morning, and the first thing you do is you read a quote from this book. And it's, uh, it's quotes from the Stoics. So, so, lads, thousands of years ago, uh, lads that thought about thinking and the, the school of philosophy that they subscribed to was the Stoic school of philosophy. philosophy. So guys like um, Marcus Aurelius or Epictetus or Seneca, if you've ever, ever come across any of them, lads. Mm. Uh, and I love it. I love it because... The reason I actually bought this book, it was given to me by a friend. Um, so that sentence doesn't make any sense. The reason I have this book, it was, it, was, it was given to me by a friend. And I wanted to stop looking at my phone first thing in the morning. I wanted to break that habit. Um, and so I thought, I'll have something else to pick up, and I'll change that habit for something more positive. And I got this book, The Daily Stoic. But I thought it might be fun for me to read today's one to ye, mm-hmm. and then for ye to... Uh, to uh, discuss maybe afterwards your your yeah. feelings on it. So today, the day of recording is January 29th, and today's one, and I haven't read this, so just precursor, Karen owns this book as well, as do I, but I haven't read this one today, and either has Karen read this one today, so this is new to everyone in the room, although I read this last year, you know, this book is kind of cyclical, you kind of go through it, but, so last year I read this, I probably won't remember it, but nobody's read it today, so okay. okay. So how it works is you get a kind of a true quote at the start. So this one is from Marcus Aurelius' Meditations 2.5, 2,000 years ago. It's a little bit jumbly English. I don't expect you to be able to follow it. But then Ryan Holiday, the author of this book, he kind of breaks the point down into slightly easier English afterwards. That's how it works. We'll just Mm -hmm. get into it, okay? So this is the quote. At every moment, keep a sturdy mind on the task at hand. As a Roman and a human being doing it with strict and simple dignity, affection, freedom, and justice, giving yourself a break from all other considerations. You can do this if you approach each task as if it was your last, giving up every distraction, emotional subversion, and reason, and all drama, vanity, and complaint over your fair share. You can see how mastery over a few things makes it possible to live an abundant and devout life. For if you keep watch over these things, the gods won't ask for more. So that's Marcus Aurelius's quote. Mm-hmm. And then underneath that is Ryan Holiday. And he says, each day presents a chance to overthink things. What should I wear? Do they like me? Am I eating well enough? What's next for me in life? Is my boss happy with my work, etc.? Today let's focus on just what's in front of us We'll follow the uh, Sorry, we'll follow the dictum Okay, We'll follow the dictum of the New England Patriots coach Bill Belichick. Does anyone know how to pronounce his name? Give us a gawk Bill Belichick Belichick, is that his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah Belichick okay. New England Patriots yeah, yeah. Yes, New England Patriots coach Bill Belichick gives his players He says to them Do your job Like a Roman Like a good soldier Like a master of our craft We don't need to get lost In the thousands of other distractions Or other people's business Marcus Marcus says to approach each task as if it was your last because it very well could be. And even if it isn't, botching what's right in front of you doesn't help anything. Find clarity in the simplicity of doing your job today. So.
2: Brilliant. Nice.
0: Yeah. So the book is full of that kind of stuff and it's a nice thing to to meditate on or think about in the morning. But look, what do you think about that? About not allowing other distractions to come in to your life and just focusing on and what your job for your specific day is?
2: Um, I think if you're kind of if you're trying to have what? Oh Jesus, a cat outside the window. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh,
2: before uh, before I answer that question, I have to say I have never seen anybody Google anything as fast as Kieran did just there when you asked for the correct pronunciation. I didn't even see his fingers on the keyboard, <laughs> but he definitely Googled.
4: Not the pronunciation. <laughs> I'll come to that.
2: Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean it kind of nearly ties into what we were talking about earlier with the with the phones and 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 just everything. There are so many distractions in our modern life, really, aren't there? Yeah. There are so many things that 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 sometimes I think it would be a kind of a simpler um more stress-free life to kind of have no internet, have no phones, have no, none of that layer. And just, you're meeting someone at two o'clock, well, you, you make that plan and you meet someone at two o'clock. But um, I would find it, I find it very difficult to empty my mind. And I find it very difficult to not overthink things. I overthink everything. It's kind of my natural um, disposition, I suppose. Um, I don't know if it's even really possible. I would find it very hard to switch off from that, even if I was actively thinking about, okay, don't overthink this, or just focus on this and forget that distraction. I can understand the logic in that, and I can I can be thinking that, but it's very hard to sure. actually do it. Yeah, sure. What, what
4: yeah. about what about when you're in the studio? Like, do you ever get into these beautiful states of of like they call it flow? Flow, or, absolutely. And, and you're you know you're not thinking about anything else, only the song and your yeah. whatever you're mixing or whatever instruments you're putting on. It's usually at like four a.m. in the morning. 4 a.m. in the morning, not in the afternoon, is it?
0: I <laughs> pulled <laughs> <Well, hold> up. <laughs> I delighted with that one.
2: Yeah, it's usually at about 4 a.m. Uh, and, and or 3 a.m. And I, and I could be in here and I've been at something for a few hours and I'm just totally zoned in on it. But that is because I, I think I most often find myself in that state in the middle of the night because nobody's texting you. Nobody's calling you, you can't talk to anybody else, everybody else is asleep, which removes a huge amount of the the distractions, the distraction of instant uh, communication with friends, with, with people texting you for work. I mean, sometimes, pe- there's been times when people have rang me at 10, 12 at night, ''Hi, is this the recording studio?'' It's like, it's like not a ten, of, not that, that fucking ten to twelve at night. <laughs> Call me back tomorrow. You know That is. So you're saying, like, effectively,
0: the world does for you what your brain is currently incapable of doing for itself, which is like taking away distractions from you, yeah, and then allowing you into that flow state. Yeah, I bet you get a lot of work done though. In them, I was huge. amounts. Yeah.
2: bang, bang, one thing to the next. Especially when I'm on my own, guitar, pick it up, record it, put it down, drums, mic the kit, play it. But you know, it just uh, and during the day, I, I could be trying to get the same work done, and it could be like, okay, I need to record guitar. But uh, my friend has just texted me, I'll reply to that. Oh, and they sent me a YouTube link, I watched that video, and then I like, click on another video after that. And, and two hours later, I'm on uh, Wikipedia, uh, reading about how where mustard originated. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, you know, sure, I was like, yeah, what? Yeah. where has my time gone? Uh, and in, in, the, in the middle of the night it and, just doesn't happen and can this
4: this can this not be artificially created this um this distraction free state that you get in the middle of the night
2: it can and, and and probably that's maybe what what that quote that rory read out is is getting at that maybe you need to have the try and work on having the self discipline like if i know what's distracting me is being people being contactable I and mean, switch off the phone actually yeah. switch it off yeah. put it in a, a cupboard or something, turn off the, close the WhatsApp on the computer, and just, like, I can remove those distractions during the day, but often you think you feel like you can't because somebody might need to get me for something or I might need to look at, you know.
0: Yeah, sure. But that's all mindset. It is. I think <clears throat> it's interesting in a sense that, like, uh, I'm maybe a little bit kind of, I, I've read that book a few times and to come back to this idea a few times in this book and kind of say that, you you're freer with less stuff you know so with less distractions you are actually as a being freer freer mm-hmm. to do what is true to you so if if working on your your song if that's your job for now you have much more fun doing that or at least the idea is that you would have more fun doing that if you could focus on just that mm-hmm. and and the kind of quick the quick fire dopamine that's provided to us today by by, by um, instant messaging or social media that in itself does a very on one hand it quickly goes yeah you're contactable and you're talking to somebody and you've seen this thing on Instagram you get these quick little hits of dopamine mm-hmm. but it's really draining the real dopamine the not crack dopamine you yeah. know are not drug it's 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 draining the proper dopamine out of your system and so if you sit down into flow state and you get your work done there is actually a lovely feeling because yeah. at the end of it you go oh that's great that big heavy load of what I was supposed to do today is done, yeah. and I can relax. But that's being stolen from you by distraction. It's like that true feeling.
2: It's like having a can of Red Bull instead of a hearty
0: dinner. Yeah, it's dinner, right. You know? Yeah, yeah. For, exactly. Yeah, for sure. It's quick, but it's nowhere near as good. Mm. What about you, Karen?
4: Uh, yeah. Well, you you recommended this book to me off air, Rory, um, a few months ago, and I've I've been enjoying it. Um, since I must say, the story today's story reminded me of a story I'd heard before, and that's what I was googling just to get the exact details of this story. So I'll read the story out real, real fast. It says one day, a man approached J.P. Morgan, held up an envelope, and said, "Sir, in my hand I hold a guaranteed formula for success, which I would gladly sell to you for twenty-five thousand dollars." Now, do you know, J.P. Morgan, I, I know there's a bank called J.P. Morgan, and I hate the way it's often in these stories that it's like someone who's really rich is held up as the the ideal for success. Yeah. 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 But anyway, yeah, it is. Sure. It's J.P. Morgan in this case. Sir, J.P. Morgan replied, I do not know what is in the envelope. However, if you show me and I like it, I give you my word as a gentleman that I will pay you what you ask. The man agreed to the terms and handed over the envelope. J.P. Morgan opened it and extracted a single sheet of paper. He gave it one look and handed the piece of paper back to the gent, pulled out his checkbook and paid the man the agreed upon $25,000. The paper read, One, every morning, write a list of the things that need to be done that day to do them, yeah, correct,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: correct. Mean, that's, that's how simple it is to 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 you know to 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 do or to get done what you want to get done. Just going back to Luke and the distractions, it reminded me of of the the, the show, the recent show that we were talking about. And sometimes I would I would I would find myself in the middle of a song, and I'm thinking about, are the audience enjoying this? Sure. Or what's the next song? Or how do I link to the next song? What's coming next? And that takes away from my enjoyment in the song. And if I find myself doing that, I have to um, deliberately try and bring myself back to the moment, to the song that's going on at that particular time. Because that's how you give your best to the song is when you're not distracted. Other times, and it reminds me of the flow state you spoke about, Luke, you're just there. And you're there's nothing else in your head at all, and you're just listening to the singer, and you're just doing what, what what you think is best in that moment to accompany that singer or whatever it might be, and they are the beautiful moments that we that I want more of, mm-hmm. and it's it's so it's you know it's 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 yeah that that's it's that flow state I suppose that we spoke about, and it's it's trying to to create the conditions um, as this as my story and your book uh, spoke about Rory to, to try to get yourself into that situation
0: yeah uh, I said it before to Luke and I'll say it again I think the thing is to try and be mindful of if you if you allow distractions to get in the way of what you truly want to do with your day then distractions are stealing your yeah. productivity and happiness from you you know they're, they're stealing at the end of the day that lovely feeling that cosy sitting by the fire with your cup of hot chocolate or whatever you do in your evening yeah that's be, that real cozy, lovely feeling is being stolen by these distractions. And the more you're mindful of them and you think, well, actually, Instagram, in, in other words, get ready to put in a bleep, Luke, fuck Instagram. You know, that's what you come into your head. You mm-hmm. go, Jesus, not important at all. You know, I mean? that's not important to to anything that I want to achieve today. And yeah. it might help you then to go, Jesus, what are other what what people are doing? Like, I loved your Instagrams, for example, watching you skiing. Right. I loved that. Yeah. But past that, I might have went on Instagram for an hour that day, right? Yeah. And I saw you skiing and I might have saw, saw someone else that's fixing a car. Two cool things. The rest of it yeah. was just total shite. Yeah. Like, not a, not a useful thing in it, yeah. apart from pictures of people's cameras uh, and people surfing or whatever the algorithm has decided is my personality. Yeah. So yeah. I try and be mindful of all. And that's, I've, I've really ragged on Instagram there, but I mean, it's for everything. And like, yeah. you know, like,
4: That uh, can't be easy on the radio, hall. To, like, how do you achieve that flow state? Because there's, you have to be distracted. Surely, you have to be keep an eye on what's coming in from the on the text or what's what social media is saying.
1: Like sometimes you get so distracted by what is coming on WhatsApp, but then what's also coming up in the next link? Like you might be talking on the radio, but you're always thinking what's coming up, what's coming up, and that's why, like, I find it hard in every aspect of life to, as that book said, like look at what's in front of you. Yes, unless you're meditating, and I. Like, I tried to do that a bit, but like, unless I meditate and I find it hard to be in that moment. When I'm on the radio, that's all I want to think about. But obviously you're thinking like, okay, but what is, it's, it's, what's the word? Like juggling loads of balls with one hand. And it's
0: Trying to keep all the balls in the air. Yeah. Yes.
1: And that's hard. Like, cause all you want to do is just focus on what you're saying to the people and focus on your radio show. But sometimes there's just so much going on and, and like even stuff from outside as well like other things will come into your mind that you don't want to come yeah, into your you mind. Yeah, but you have a
0: life. like So, I mean, I mean, you might have fought with somebody or had a disagreement or something, and that pops into your head. I think that's really funny about the radio because I listen to the radio every day. And I think, what a great job, you know? You sit there and you chat. But that probably couldn't be further from the Aww. truth. I mean, the chat is like possibly yeah. the little cherry on top of the job, but then the, the bulk or the cake of the job is just constantly trying to keep on top of timing yeah. and, and creating stuff, you know?
1: It's creating It's it's keeping on top of What's going on in the world as well Because it's not all about you either Sure You know It's not all about your personality It's about the Oscars It's all about So like They're all the things That are coming into your mind Whereas Yeah you just like I don't know how to explain it It's It's hard to look Straight ahead of you Instead of Like What's going on? I don't know how oh. to explain it. how am-
4: Yeah, no, I get you. It's, it's you know, you, you struggle you struggle to have that tunnel vision of, of what's in front of you because to the side of you and behind you are all these other things, these other distractions.
1: And pressures as well. Not even distractions, but there's pressures from other people and it might just be in your head. It might just be overthinking, but it's always trying to not impress people, but it's always trying to be as good as you can be,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. Have. That's a great thing to be mindful of, though, as well. I, I, like, the key I've, I've learned that from this book, and I've learned it from lots of books that I read is that you don't have to be good at anything that these books say, you don't have to be part like. Well, at some point, the book talks about actually meditating, like you've just said, and at some point it talks about uh, just the various ways that you can improve your life. What I've learned is we can't we can't be good at all them things. We can yeah. actually be very good at, at very very few of them, if if any of them at all. Yeah. The trick is to ever so careful or to ever once in a while to be mindful of it and go yeah. oh I'm doing that thing again yeah. where where my phone is stealing me happiness and you just kind of be mindful of it once yeah. give yourself a pat in the back oh I remember that yeah. brilliant to move on yeah it's, it's like if
2: you're if you're if your goal with all of those little tidbits and those little kind of vestiges of knowledge is to 100% them as in yeah. okay I've got to take this and implement it perfectly right now then you're going to be miserable because <laughs> yeah. you're going to be kicking yourself because you, yeah. you'll never implement it 100% but if a bit of mindfulness of it gives you uh, an awareness of it and kind of lets you implement it we'll say 30% sure.
0: then
2: you, your day and your life is still going to be better off than yes. if you weren't bothering at all
0: even if it's 1% yeah. and then even if you go ah yeah I I did that, great, yeah. and you know, be kind of kind to yourself. Give okay? yourself like, a wee patting, yeah. we patting on the back, yeah, for sure.
4: Can I just say, lads, if we the four of us were in a pub right now having yeah. a conversation, yeah, we would be totally distracted. Oh yeah, yeah. There'd be all, so many things happening. Whereas the fact that we are in a studio recording, I believe the quality are, and the, the the buzz you get off this conversation is actually it's different. Lot, it's different. It's a lot better, possibly, than if you were. If you were somewhere with more distractions, so everybody, if you're listening, if you want a good conversation with your friends, come out, Luke's, come out <laughs> to the studio. Fucking hour in the studio. Yeah. I don't record anything. Just yeah. sitting a chat. That
0: is the businessman Kieran Quinn getting yeah. in there? We'll Luke and I <laughs> plugged yeah. there at the yeah. end. have yeah. yeah. done nights, yeah. yeah. we don't Luke. We won't get Rory's barber shop in today. <laughs> you will do that I'll yourself, Rory, time. good man. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right, Rory. Thank you for that recommendation, no folks. Um, as a music podcast, we should really, um, <laughs> we should really play some music for you before we finish, and we are going to do that because um, there's a track uh, that came out last week uh, on Wednesday the 18th of January, a debut single from Leah Davidson um, that uh, myself and Luke and Rory worked on with Leah. Uh, it's called Take It. It was the song selected from last year's Young Songwriters Showcase, whereby teenage musicians get the platform to um perform their original music uh, in a professional theatre environment in front of their peers. Leah was selected and uh, a few months later, um, we came out with this track that we're going to play shortly.
2: Uh, how is this experience for you, lads? It's very challenging, but I mean, that's that's a good thing because some things that I do in the studio don't necessarily challenge me. Uh, it's work and you do it, but so when something comes along that you really, you have to flex your... Your muscles and pull on all of your experience to to to, to get this project done. Uh, then, it, how was it challenging, it, Luke? Um, it was challenging because um, Le- Leah is an incredible musician. Like like she's singing on this track, but she plays as well, and her music knowledge is great. So she had a very a very strong desire for this track to represent her well and I think also be representative of the kind of music that she would like to listen to as well Um, but uh, just just getting getting the track to the point where where she could really stand over it and be proud of it uh, was a challenge for everybody involved because none of us were quite sure what that sounded like and it took a bit of trial and error, and throwing different things at it, and putting things in, and taking things out. But um, I'm very proud of where the track ended up. I think it's, uh, I think it's a great song. Her vocal is nothing short of uh, phenomenal. Some great musicians: Sam uh, Sam Purcell on the drums, and, and Eddie Lee on the bass. Mills um, Cavan on piano. Mills on the keys. Uh, there's great musicians on there. And uh, it's well worth, uh, it's well worth to listen. Uh, Yeah, very proud of it.
4: Great. Rory, how was the, how was the whole experience working with Leah and and shooting this video for you?
0: Yeah, it wasn't like, I mean, I know Leah was very kind of like, um, it was important to Leah that she got the sound that she wanted. It was nearly the opposite with the video because Leah is very much a musician. That's where she spent her time and spent her energy. And so she was very just open to ideas for the video. Which as a filmmaker is like music to your ears because it's like, great, I can just make anything, class. And then so we presented her with a couple of ideas and she liked the idea that the video, uh, the eventual video that got made. Um, So for us, like, I mean, it was not, like the, the only thing we had to really remember is that, you know, we're, we, Temperhound, we're 30 and in our 30s, you know, and we're, we have to be mindful that we're making a video for an 18-year-old, you know. And so it took a bit of time to just go through what you know what are 18 year olds watching what's connecting with 18 year olds um i just we didn't really base our idea off that but it was just to get into that zone and then listen to the song and listen to the lyrics and just try and find something that fit so for us it was just a very you know it was a standard process so to speak mm. but it turned out the the best part about it was and, and and i knew this from the start i knew this could be the case but the best part about it for me was is that leah is an actor she's a performer whether she knows that or not, I think she knows it now. But at the time, I'm not sure she did know it. But I knew it, and Romy knew it, and we knew it was in, in her somewhere to get that performance out of her. And so, even like I'm saying this and the first on the day that we shot the the bulk of the video, we were a little bit kind of like, I wonder will we be able to do this? Will we be able to make her comfortable enough in this environment? You know, we had told her to bring some friends with her Bring her mum We made sure to have women on our crew And younger people around And just Just try and make the environment natural For her to be able to perform Uh, And so I thought Like, this could take a couple of hours Boom Straight out the gate First performance It was like Right, run the cameras just constantly now You know, yeah, she's, yeah, she's yeah. nailing it So yeah, for us it wasn't, it wasn't that stressful It wasn't, it was great
1: Where Deadly. was that scene? Was it a telephone box? Is yeah it, where, Was that in there? no?
0: No, that is in the Folk Park in Riverstown So that there's a street built inside In the Folk Park in Riverstown They've kind of replicated a 70s street um, And they've got all the wooden shop fronts And they have a couple of phone boxes on site
1: I thought you placed that there. It looked like so out of place. Like
0: That's, no, yeah, we, we brought in the phone box. That he phone did. box yeah, is in yeah. yes. Yeah, okay,
1: okay. I was wondering. I was like, and what? that
0: was the idea. The idea was that we have this street that makes sense to itself. Yeah. And then we place something that makes no sense to that street. Although it's from a street, it makes no sense to that street. Mm -hmm. Because Leah's song is about feeling out of place. And she, she, you know, is she supposed to live in the past or live in the future? You know, one of the lines is, get me out of this teenage hell. But then other ones is, you know, so she's always playing with time. And so we played with time Yeah I liked yeah. it I liked it, it Lovely yes. Spoiler
2: alert There's a phone box in the video <laughs>
0: <laughs> For all of the video
4: <laughs> So the song is called Take it folks You can stream it um, And you can watch the video On YouTube Leah Davidson um, But lads That's the last one of these songs We're going to do uh, I'd like to announce In this podcast uh, Because last night uh, I was sitting around A dinner With um, our family And Sinead's sisters Sereka's family uh, my daughter, Nixie, is actually featured heavily in this podcast. And here's another story about her. <laughs> because the previous video and track we did in this uh, in this way, I guess, was with Kirkra, Nisha, Jane and Gillian. And uh, and Nixie says to me last night at dinner, Dad, Dad. Um, do you know that Kirkra has more monthly listeners than you?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea that she, knew what month-
4: that she knew what monthly listeners
0: were. Yeah, yeah, sure.
4: And, and as you said, Luke, her, her cousin, Fiona, who's 11 as well, immediately... Oh, you were roasted oh. by your
3: daughter there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh,
4: this is the last song, Leah. Um, you're welcome, but that's uh, that's <laughs> yeah. the end of it. Uh, no more songs like this. You're getting more monthly listeners than me. Uh, um, but no, uh, we jest. But that was that was good fun. Um, right, boys. Yeah, I think that's a wrap. I'm glad I proved my point on Ballygowan anyway. <laughs> uh, and and that was great fun chatting to you. Brilliant. And we'll be back in February. We promise. We promise. We promise.
3: Oh, yeah, we promised. Go on, go go on.
2: Brilliant,
0: right. Are you playing the track there?
2: I'll play the, tr- I'll play the track, yeah.